0: As planners, we've all run into those wedding pros that just don't want to work with planners. So let's talk about that today and how we can approach it, disarm it, and move forward. Welcome to the Refine Podcast with Amber Anderson, where wedding planners like you come to be encouraged and challenged through radical honesty, tough love, and brilliant ideas. As a former personal trainer turned wedding planner and now educator, Amber is known for helping wedding planners grow with her no BS yet considerate and thoughtful approach. The Refined Podcast tackles the issues you think about but fear burning up, all with Amber's trademark sass and wit. So as you listen, be sure to hit that subscribe button, making sure you never miss that one little nugget that could change it all for you. welcome back to another episode of the Refine podcast. today we are going to talk about a topic that came up in our Facebook recently. We our Facebook group recently we were talking about a scenario where a planner was in a position a florist had put in their contract that if a planner is involved there's an added fee and so the couple came to the planner and was like, oh what do we do here because, the couple didn't know how to, what questions to ask and how to, you know, plan the florals in the way that they had hired the planner to do. Right. And so this all, this is another reason everyone needs to read their contracts. Right. But ultimately rather than paying the fee, the planner said, Hey, if you're, if you're comfortable with it, we, we, you'll just have to be the middleman. I'll, I'll give you all the information. And so the planner still did that work, but it had to go through the couple and it created. You know just extra work for everybody and yeah what does that look like this was the first time as we dialogued in in the group we're like okay i don't know that any of us have really come across where a a wedding pro is charging someone to work with the planner we've absolutely all run into you know certain wedding pros that don't necessarily want to work with planners in general and discourage it or you know um speak poorly of the profession to you know, kind of counter-educate and, and whatnot. And so this conversation is going to be very brief and a little bit about, like I said in the intro, disarming and, you know, moving forward with this. So what happens when we come across that? What what should our approach be? Ultimately, I think asking questions is a good first step. Asking them why. Why do you not work with planners? And maybe timing matters here. You're not necessarily going to do that in the heat of you know, a debate or you don't want anything to turn into a debate when a client's involved, right? This is all offline later after the fact, or, you know, you've heard about it. So you just reach out to them and in general want to create a relationship. Okay. So asking why, Hey, why, what is your, why everyone has a story? Everyone's been burned by something. Everyone has an experience. I would love to hear your why. Like no one has, no one, no one, Bans planners from their their wedding pro team unless they they've been burned by a planner. Let's be honest, right? So ask about it, learn about it, and really pay attention to the feelings and the specifics around it. And don't re, don't defend it. Don't have rebuttal remarks. Just listen and continue to ask questions as they as they as they vent about certain things. Ask more about it. Get them to talk, because when they feel heard and seen by you as a planner, they're now creating an emotional connection with a planner, right? So that's all anyone can ask for. People just want to talk and be heard and seen, okay? So another question you might ask is, do others feel this way? And if so, why do they continue working with planners? And why why are they not charging for planners? And we know the answer. The answer is that no one wants to be the first in their market to be like, I'm not working with a planner, or I'm going to charge $200 to do it. Right? This person, this florist, was just brave enough to do it. Right? But still, ask the question because we all like when people ask us questions. Okay? Let them be the ones to answer. It. Maybe they have another reason. Maybe there's something we as planners haven't considered. Okay? And you know, as I've as we've kind of turned into this upside down world, I'm hearing a lot of I'm hearing a lot of bad things about planners. Okay? I think that planners really um, We've we've become the punching bags, and we are keeping a lot off of wedding pros plates. And trust me, when I'm on stages or webinars and master classes, I I stand up for us as planners, and I, I let everyone know that. And I say, hey, look, here are the things that happen. Here are the things that couples are saying to us as planners that you never hear. And their face, they're like, oh, they have no idea, right? So we have to educate them on that. But it can't be, you know, a one up kind of card. It can't be like, well. You know, them versus us. But I will tell you that of the categories I'm hearing complaints about right now, it's planners, and I think that's because we are we we are pushed further than the others. So I, I have a lot of sympathy for you as a planner as you're listening. And if you're not a planner and you're someone else listening, uh, please know that there um, there are a lot of things that we are doing on behalf of this industry that no one will ever know about because uh, we we're kind of the liaison between everybody, right? And we know that everyone's hurting. And so we're not gonna add hurt to your plate when someone talks crap about you. When a client comes to us and says all these horrible things that they're gonna put on the internet about you and we somehow or another put that fire out and you never have to know about it. That's a lot of an emotion that's a lot of emotional labor for us. And we're just done. And so anyway, oh I digress. Ask them, do others feel this way? And why do you continue to work with planners? If, you know, if you, if you feel this way or they feel this way, like why, what's the why then? Like, what's the obligation? Ask them, ask, ask what they feel their couples see in a planner and ask them to ask their couples, hey, couples, what is the benefit to you? What is, what has your planner done for you? Help me understand the value. I've run into some, you know, hard, hard planner situations. And I would love to better understand the client perspective because really and truly when when we understand what a client values in something, we might also then see the value because when our clients are happy, it's less less on our plate, right? It's less stressful. There are fewer questions. Uh, they, It's just there's harmony, right? So you might explain that to those that are pushing back on working with the planner. Like, hey, look, there might be some things in here that you've not considered that a, a couple sees, you know? So like, for example, when we at the end start doing reconciliation as a wedding planner and we become the point of contact, a lot of wedding pros push back on that. And there's a real reason for that. And that's something else that you could ask them about. I did. And as I started asking those questions, the response was because that's a real prudent time for them to upsell their services. It's a critical time where they can detect any tension or issues or things that might need to be redirected or corrected or it might simply be that a certain question a client might ask them, they know more about like, you know, when a client comes and asks us a question, we know that there are like 12 layers there. So a client is just a question. They don't know what they don't know. But when they ask the question, we, it triggers us to think about these other three things, right? Well, I'm not a florist. So when that client asks me a question about flowers... I may not know to think about those other three things. When a florist will, so if they're taken away from those conversations, something there there might be a draw, like a ball that gets dropped, and there there might be an upsell loss, and and there really are some real reasons, and I think we as planners should respect that. So it, our approach to them cannot be I'm the point of contact. Back off. It's this is how it is, right? Like there really has to be um, an understanding and an approach that's like, hey, look, I'll loop you back in. Uh, I respect that you know there are some aspects of this final stage that are important to you and like just have those conversations with your wedding pro community and I'll tell you when I started doing that they I mean the way I treat my wedding pros they it's just mind-blowing to me the other planners don't and the only reason I know that is because they tell me that they're like no one else does this and I feel so respected and so you know when you when you ask them questions and you you show them that you know kind of the frustrations and you put words to the frustrations that they're having, they latch on to you. So another thing um, you you might do is share your process with them and say, hey, look, well, this is this is kind of how I want to set you up for success. and And I, you know, I want to uh, help you shine. use use team language with them and use language that's about like, you know, we're all here for you know. This is your American dream too. Like you're an entrepreneur, you're a business owner, you're small, you're a small business, and and I want to support this. You know, our our local community here, and and I, it's my job to help you shine. It's my job to to you know set like I said, set you up for success. And so when they see that you have that motive and that intention, that's helpful. And another thing you can say is like, hey, look, you should have boundaries, and I can appreciate that having been burned you don't want to work with a planner. That means you respect yourself. You have an ounce of respect for, you know, the frustration that that can cause and you're putting up a boundary. And I appreciate and respect that. And I think that, you know, we align in, in that way. I also have boundaries and I also would not want to work with someone that's done those things. So, you know, is there an opportunity though where I can show you a different way of doing this and and, and a different process? Because the things that you explained to me don't don't happen at my weddings and here's why and and you shouldn't have experienced that from another planner and I would like to take that experience back to you know these wedding planner groups and share that like what your frustrations matter to us as a community and we have the only way we can help and grow and know that is by having these conversations and you can tell them that I think that another thing you can do is um you know ask them what planners they haven't All of their planner experiences have not been bad. There's no way, okay? Unless it was like the first experience they had one and then they just chose from there not to ever try it again, okay? So ask them about, you know, positive experiences that they've had and which planners they like working with and why. And encourage them to also then go ask their fellow florists or, you know, a venue or somebody and just say, hey, you seem to be working with planners a lot and enjoy it. Why? Who? Who are you working with? and start building tell them to build relationships with that group of planners and and to to take baby steps into you know a trust a, a trusting relationship with the planner based on seeing the other people say they've had success and just because you know one florist likes the planner doesn't mean another florist will right because we all work a little bit differently but so they need to expand on that and ask questions like why did you like them what did you not like about them? Here's what I liked and didn't like about the planners I had and so that they can get on the same page about like what they even want and need out of those relationships, right? So the another thing you can explain to them and I'll wrap up with this is that, you know, a lot of wedding pros actually offer wedding planners special pricing and it's not, you know, too much of a difference. Like, um, but, they do that because we save them so much time. Right. And I I'll do the same thing. Like, so I have I'll just, the first one that popped in mind, we have a caterer that gives like a 3% um, discount. Um, and I don't like using that word, but it's basically like a, it's called preferred partner pricing. Is how they, they phrase it. 3% if they work with us or, you know, said planner partner that's on their list. And they do that because they don't have to work as much, right? So it's not necessarily there's a discount, it's just less work. So now the client's only having to pay for the work that they're having to do. So that can be explained to them. And 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 you have to explain that carefully because you don't want them to think they're going to make less money because now they work with you. Explain it to them and they're like, hey, you're not going to have to do as much work, right? And if you, can, if you can provide these preferred partner, you know, price points and do less work, there's some deals you can close on that. Because three percent at you know a high price tag makes a big difference for some people. Uh, so paint those pictures for them, show the value, and just be really respectful. Don't push back. Don't say. Don't tell them that you know um, they're wrong. And just make sure that they understand that um, you really care about them as wedding pros, and that a lot of planners do. And that there is a community of wedding planners out there that are really trying to raise the bar. And that we we encourage that they they give this another shot. And just don't assume. Ask a lot of questions. Ask a lot of questions, okay? Just know that if someone's in this position, they probably have a real reason, okay? All right, that's it for today. Come back next week and we'll dive into some more. If you this was helpful, like, share, and leave a review. And I'll see you next time. Bye o